Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, sports edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in cronies to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, sports edition. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my two best friends, John and Jay. Today, we're going to break down the Super Bowl. It is media day for the Manchild Chronicles, and we are going to break down the Super Bowl the best we can for you. And we'll do a little AFC Season 23 preview. All right, Super Bowl boys, Philadelphia against Kansas City. We'll get to our picks here in a little bit. In fact, I don't know if you guys want to do the picks because we're going to do the picks on our main show. So for all you people that don't listen to our main show that comes out on Fridays, you can listen to our picks. Philadelphia right now, boys, is favored by one and a half points. And a little uh, fun fact for you guys that I thought was pretty interesting I saw today. Both teams finished 16-3. and three. Both teams this year scored 546 points. Or allowed, sorry. They both allowed 546 points. Both teams have six All-Pros, including their quarterback and including a Kelsey brother. And both teams finished as the number one seed in their conference. Philly is 10 and 9 against the spread. Kansas City's 8 and 11 against the spread. What do you think about that? Uh, th- only one team has Patrick Mahomes, so I don't know. I think that weighs. I think that 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 helps weigh <laughs> one team over the other. I won't make my pick and people can't figure it out by just listening to me talk. So it's fine. I think the uh, NFL script writers got lazy there with all those coincidence and being the top teams for the <laughs> NFC and AFC. Uh, we got you, boys. Yes. Only a few people know. I mean, the Chiefs players know. The the Eagles players know. Maybe, maybe some broadcasters know what's going to happen. The script has been written. They do a very good job keeping it a secret. It's it's pretty amazing that it hasn't got leaked yet. A uh, couple of interesting notes for this. Jay's favorite uh, Kansas City Chiefs player, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, is back <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Miko Hardman, Miko Hardman is out. I for saw the Super that. Bowl. But I think everybody else is going to play, though. It looks like so. Uh, let's get into who we think wins each matchup, though. Let's go into the roster breakdown, and we'll each vote who wins the matchup. Philadelphia's quarterback, Jalen Hurts, PFF grade of 84.8. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, 91.5. Now, on paper, this looks pretty easy, Patrick Mahomes, but when you think about it in the game aspect, is it that easy, John? I mean, I look at it more as a quarterback room. You have Mahomes, then you have Henny. On the other side, you have Hurts, and then you got Minshew. I mean... That's the better quarterback room, so I think the Eagles have a slight edge on that. I think Mahomes outweighs Hurts and Minshew, John. I don't think you can 
you can deny that. And don't ever forget about Chad Henney's 98-yard drive to get more points. So don't you count out Chad Henney. Uh, the problem with Mahomes, how how is that ankle going to affect him? Um, so that uh, that's weighing pretty heavy on my mind. Um, I figured after two weeks it'd be fine. But the closer we get, the more nervous I get thinking about Patrick Mahomes not being 100%. So, I don't know. know. Patrick Mahomes wins this, but. The Eagles play very dirty. They're going to be targeting that thing. Yep. Well, all the reports reports out of camp say his ankle looks really good. They don't think it's going to be an issue. There, Andy Reid like is looking at his ankle; it's swollen and black, and he's like, "Everything's <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Tell let's everyone just, it's fine. Let's There's just ice wrong. it. Let's just ice it and put a little heat on it and wrap it up very, 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 very much." He's that dog in the office with all the flames around. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, anything, anything you say, Coach. Anything you say, Coach. If you say it's fine, it's fine. It's totally fine. That was my Mahomes impression. I'm trying. Hi <laughs> <Okay>. ho. <laughs> now, Jay, I know you think this is very heavily in Patrick Mahomes' favor, but you can't rule out how Jalen Hurts can extend plays. No, I know. And get those first down those much that's why the Eagles are so good. Like when yep. you think it's third and eight, you got their backs to the wall, he scrambles for a first down. Like no. he does it better than anybody. So you third can't. and eight's not enough. You gotta be at like third and sixteen for me to think. Well, you might have hurts. Like you got, it, you got it. Yeah, it's a lot close. That matchup's a lot closer, but I do give the edge to Patrick Mahomes. Now the running back room: the Eagles, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, the Kansas City Chiefs, Isaiah Pachenko, Jarek McKinnon, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. What are your thoughts there, Jay? Eagles I love, a much better rushing. Team. I love Pacheco. Um, he's a he is a tough kid. But I don't think it's even close. I think the Eagles' running game is way better than the Chiefs. John? Yeah, I think the Eagles are the leading rushing touchdown scorers in the league this year. Yeah. With the rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns, Eagles have the Chiefs' running game beat pretty easily. Yeah, I think all three running running backs at the positions they are are better than what the Chiefs have. So I'm definitely going the Philadelphia Eagles on that one. Wide receiver room. This one, to me, is pretty clear-cut. <laughs> I don't wide, know if you, got, you can yeah. get any clearer. I mean, did you see who Mahomes had to throw to the last game? <laughs> 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 My goodness. Yeah. It, I mean, you just had to really say two names for the Eagles. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and then say a bunch of misfits. one name for the Eagles, A.J. Brown. <laughs> well, Devontae Smith's actually been better than him the second half of the year, believe it or not. One but, name uh, for the Chiefs, Travis Freaking Kelsey. That's the, the tight end. end. Kelsey versus Godert. But, uh, yeah, I think we all agree the wide receiver room definitely goes to the Eagles there. Yeah. Tight ends, as Jay said, Travis Kelsey versus Goddard. Probably a little closer than the wide receiver room is. But, yeah, Kelsey is the heart and soul of this team with Mahomes, so they win. I think maybe even John will say for the first time Kansas City wins that matchup. You know, I have to. I have to go with. I Wait. like Philly cheesesteaks more, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to go with Travis Kelsey on this one. Yeah, I was gonna say because uh, Dallas Goddard actually went to my hometown a couple years ago. Do you guys remember when he went to Aberdeen, South Dakota, 
and got into a bar fight at my old stomping grounds, the Zoo Bar, and got knocked out cold in the bar. Did you guys ever see that video of him? Yeah, Ryan, his... I need to know where you were two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> what, what were the what was your location? Do you it have an me. alibi? I have not gone to bar fight in a long time. Uh, Offensive line. Now we're getting into the nuts and bolts of things here. The Eagles' offensive line has three Pro Bowlers on it, two All-Pro, first-team All-Pro guys. The Kansas City Chiefs have two Pro Bowlers on their team. Uh, They're both – one offensive line is the best in PFF grade in the league, and the other is right in the middle. Um, To me, this is clear. The Eagles' offensive line is the best in the NFL – and they are the better offensive line in this game. I agree. John? I agree they're, they are the better offensive line in the running game. I think the Chiefs have better pass blocking, in my opinion. We'll go to the defense. Defensive line. Now, I was thinking before I wrote these names down that the defensive line was – Kansas City's because of Chris Jones and Frank Clark. Then I started looking at these names on the Eagles. Listen, listen to these names. So they both play a 4-3 defense, meaning four down linemen, three linebackers. The Philadelphia has Brandon Graham at defensive end, who's very good. Fletcher Cox, all-pro defensive tackle. And uh, Javon Hargrove, another Pro Bowl tackle. They're the starters. Behind these guys, Jordan Davis, their first-round pick, the guy's a beast, Ndamukong Sue and Linval Joseph are the rotating in with these guys. So they're always fresh. And their other right defense, their right defensive end is Josh Sweat with Robert Quinn, former All-Pro, oh behind him. Goodness. So they just got a very deep defensive line that continually rotates. So, in my opinion, Kansas City, to keep them – from rushing him all day, they got to do no huddle to keep that rotation from stopping coming in. The Kansas City defensive line has their rookie, pretty solid rookie, George Karloffis at left defensive yep. end. Their tackles, uh, Colleen Sanders, Chris Jones with Derek uh, Nadi behind him. Uh, Frank Clark at right defensive end with Carlos Dunlap uh, spelling him. So they don't have much of a rotation there, but they do have one of the best in the game in Chris Jones. And Frank Clark's not bad, but definitely Eagles to me on the D-line. It's not even close. Jay, do you disagree with that? You want to say My heart says yes. (laughs) Chris Jones, baby. I just – I hear you, but, man – Watching watching the Chiefs D line get through and just have a heyday against the Bengals gave me so much hope. Bengals. Um, yeah, it gave me a lot of hope. I'm picking the Chiefs. I love Chris Jones. I love Frank Clark. I think the uh Philadelphia Eagles are the overall better defensive line unit overall, but I think the Chiefs are better at making the biggest plays when they matter the most. From what I've seen this season, the I Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Furious George, um, all of them have stepped up and had big moments in the game when they needed that third down stop, when they needed that sack. So 
I think the Eagles are overall better, but I think the Chiefs have that that wow factor or that playmaker ability. Clutch, clutch, clutch. Yep, yep. clutch. Uh, linebacker room, the Eagles. Uh, really, the only linebacker with even a name on here is Hassan Reddick. He's there, basically blitzing. He leads their team in sacks. Uh, the Chiefs have Carlos Dunlap. He's the guy who usually rushes, just like Hassan Reddick. Uh, but they also have Nick Bolton and uh, Willie Gray. Uh, to me, the Chiefs have the way better linebacker room than the Eagles do in this one. And did you say Gray? Is that his name? Willie. Willie, Willie Gay. It, what? Don't add the R. Oh, okay. You guys agree? Kansas City, better yes. linebacker room. Yes. I think. Yeah. Uh, I like Nick that. Nick Bolton, uh, Nick without Bolton. a doubt. That guy's yeah. all over the field. He makes every tackle. No matter what. Hassan Reddick's an elite pass rusher, but as far as like getting to the covering the pass, getting running backs tackled, Chiefs are better at that. Uh secondary. Uh the Eagles actually have a pretty good secondary. They got they brought in James Bradbury this off scene. They already got Darius Slay. He was first team all pro. CJ Gardner Joseph. He's a safety, he's very good. Uh the Chiefs aren't terrible. They got McDuffie, uh, Legereus Sneed at corners, and Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill are their safeties. Um, Ryan, I, I, the, I, I know you've got an inside track. How is Legereus Sneed doing? Since from what injury? I see, everybody, they think everybody that Chiefs are questionable is going to play. So okay. now if he's, I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent, but he's going to play. Hmm. He's going to have a tough matchup though. He's got to guard one of those other two guys. That aren't yeah. Easy. Oh easy. man. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah. my The edge on this one is it, it's pretty clear. It's the Eagles secondary is quite a bit better than the Chiefs secondary. I th- Darius Slay is so good. I th- th- That guy can play. So, And then I also think um, CJ is good, too. But Darius Slay, he, he's, he's top in the league, yeah. uh, one of the tops. So I, I have to give, the, give it to the uh, Eagles as well. Yeah, I think the combo of Slay and Bradbury in that secondary as quarterbacks can shut down any receiving team. And uh, as we talked about, the Chiefs have some good talent on the receiving end, but you know nothing that's a big standout playmaker other than Kelsey. Yeah, their receivers are a bunch of third wideouts on most teams. Are their right. main receivers? Uh, and then we'll go. Yet spe- somehow Mahomes threw for five thousand <laughs> yards. Isn't that something? That guy Isn't that is something? like, who needs Tyree Kill? Yeah, but didn't like three thousand go to Kelsey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, only one thousand three hundred. Only thirteen hundred to Kelsey. Uh, we'll go over the special teams here. You got Jake Elliott for the kicker for the Eagles. Uh, never heard of their punter. Their kick returner is Boston Scott. Never heard of their punt returner. The, the Chiefs got Harrison Butker for the kicker, Tommy Townsend, and uh, Kadarius Tony, punt returner, Isaiah Chiefs Pacheco, kick returner. Chiefs all day. I agree. Chiefs definitely the better special. All across the board to me is a better special teams. Butker's been too off this year, in my opinion, boys. I think Elliott's a better kicker. I think Townsend's a better punter. Um but I think the returners are better, are more explosive on the Chiefs. But kicker-wise, Bucker has me nervous all all year. He's been inconsistent. Well, 
let's not downgrade it. He had an injury. Ever since he came back from injury, he has been off. But when it's mattered the most, he's been kicking field goals and if winning us the games. If it's 40 yards plus, he can hit it. If it's 30 yards in, yeah, that's it's, <laughs> it's it's a flip of the coin. It's yeah. either going to go wide, wide right points. or right through. It's if 30 <laughs> yards in, it's iffy. But if it's 59 yards away, it's nothing for him. Nothing. And then the coach, Nick Sirianni versus Andy Reid, going back to his hometown in Philly to face his old team that he can never win the title with. Think about that storyline, though. Nick Sirianni, Andy Reid, when he came to the Chiefs, he fired him. He brought someone else with Did him. He? he fired Nick Sirianni. And Nick ended up, because he was the uh, wide receivers coach for the Chiefs. And so when Andy Reid came over, he brought somebody. So um, Nick ended up going to the Chargers, and he was very excited when he beat them that year. Um, But he said Andy Reid handled it with such class. Like, he sat him down, talked him through it, told him, like, hey, I've brought someone, so I'm not going to keep you on. But kept in contact with him, got him the contact for the Chargers. So, like he said, Andy Reid was 100% class, but Nick Sirianni has never forgotten, and he wants to beat Andy Reid. That's pretty cool. It's not cool. I don't need that type of motivation. (laughs) (laughs) On the other side of it, Andy Reid was fired from the Eagles, so I'm like, come on. And the GM for the Eagles, he's credited his whole career to Andy Reid. Andy Reid believed in him when he first came on. He was 34 years old was super stubborn and he's like Andy Reid he he was willing to work with me he had a lot of confidence in me I I wouldn't even have a career right now if it wasn't for that guy he's just there's trying to so calm, mu- he's just trying to calm him down there he is does. so much storyline yeah. for this game it is <laughs> unbelievable what a script Great job script writers <laughs> we haven't even talked oh, I I won't interrupt you you keep going uh well, I'm giving the edge to Andy Reid because I think his players are going to play so hard for him. Yeah. Because they know everybody loves you. Anybody that's played for Andy Reid just loves that big guy. So I think they're going to play one of their best games. Of Whether they win or lose, they're going to play one of their best games of the year because they yeah. don't want Andy Reid to lose that game. And he's just got – he's bad at clock management, but, man, he is so good at getting a game plan together. And so good at players finding open holes and zones on offense. He's just, yeah, he's such a good coach. He is Dude. not Mike McCarthy bad at clock management or Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett. Like let's not let's not overplay it. But no, I I, I give the edge to to Andy Reid. He's been doing this a lot longer. All the Chiefs need to figure out is how to get the Philadelphia Eagles offense out of rhythm. If they can get them out of their rhythm and have them have a few slip-ups or a few mistakes, not even turnovers, just not getting the first downs, not getting the points, and they can create that frustration because all season we have not seen the Eagles get really frustrated on offense. They, no. so I How think can they? Have, They've had the easiest schedule in the NFL, I think, in history. So of course they're not going to get frustrated. So the Andy Reid has to figure out how to get the Eagles off rhythm, and once that happens, 
Andy Reid can turn around if, if the offense can go against that Eagles defense. So I'm going to be very interested to see how that plays out because the Chiefs, we've seen them had terrible drives, but they still found a way to get back in the game, and that's what's so great about Andy Reid is you can have three bad drives in a row, and then they just find out how to do it. They adjust and get it done, and they have to figure out how to slow down the Eagles. They have to figure out how to get them off rhythm, and it's going to be cool to see what Andy Reid game plans for that. Yep. Like I said, I think if I'm the Chiefs on offense, I'm doing no huddle to keep that defensive line from rotating. That's my only hope. On defense, all I care about, I know they got two great wide receivers and a good tight end. I'm shutting down that run. I'm yep. not letting Jalen Hurts run, and I'm not letting their running backs get holes. I don't. Yep. If you can shut that down, that changes. To me, that changes everything in the game. Yep. You have to get them off rhythm. Like you have. That's to, how you have to do it. You That's have to you get have them to off it. rhythm. If you let the Eagles have rhythm, it's going to be a blowout. In all honesty. Yep. 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 And I think the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't have rhythm. Have you watched them play this year? There's no <laughs> right. rhythm. There's no they never, rhyme. They or can reason. never run the ball. They ju- they sometimes they pass a big play to a wide receiver. Otherwise, they just keep dinking, dunking downfield to Travis Kelsey, and they get a touchdown. Mahomes literally plays every instrument in the band, you know, like <laughs> so the singer, the drummer, the yeah. guy on the keyboards, the guy yeah. strumming the guitar. He's literally playing every instrument. And then, you know, Kelsey's the uh, the backup singer, you know, he's he's there. He sounds pretty, but, you know, he's just there. He's, he's catching all that gl- gl- glory. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about on the game itself? Uh yeah, I mean there's there's some other pretty cool storylines. I mean you've got um the first two uh, black quarterbacks to be going against each other uh, in the Super Bowl. Uh, you've got the Kelsey brothers going against each other. So which Kelsey are we gonna pick? Did you guys watch any or hear anything from Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey? I heard something pretty funny. Well, go ahead. What? Uh, J- <laughs> Jason was talking to him and he's like. He's like Travis. You have more. You have more Pro Bowls than me. You have more All Pros. You're you're the standout. You know, tight end. You're gonna have all these records. Just give me this. Give me the. <laughs> give me a second Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> why can't you do that for me? And Travis was just cracking up, laughing. It was so funny. Jason's the funnier brother, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Travis gets laid all the time. Jason's the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> is that like you two guys there? We we relate to Jason. I don't know what to tell you. I get We're that like guy. both Jasons. Right? <laughs> we got two Jasons. <laughs> My brother in prison, on the other hand, he's a Travis. <laughs> I'll tell you, he had fun. Oh, I thought you meant he was getting laid all the time in prison. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're oh. terrible. Uh, anything else Love you. What else you got, Jay? Oh, and then I already brought up the uh, Andy Reid getting fired from the Eagles, but then there's the other twist of Nick Serrani got fired from Andy Reid. So I, I there is just these storylines. Uh, like you guys say, if the NFL is scripted, they put on one heck of a season this year. <laughs> it's gonna. I'm excited for the season finale. John, you got anything you want to add? Don't got too much to add. Uh, I think it will be a very competitive game. I'm hoping it will be a very competitive game, but I also can see it um, 
getting out of hand pretty easily for the so. eagles yeah and the chiefs so. just walking all over them yeah me too that'd be great <laughs> i'm not predicting the seahawks versus broncos super bowl out of hand bad but it's gonna i'm hoping for so a good bad. competitive shootout now if it's not a good competitive shootout you're in luck because you can make some awesome prop bets and we're going to talk about some prop bets here so first I'm going to say who's doing the uh, national anthem is Chris Stapleton is singing the national anthem this year. Okay. We'll get into his prop bets. And Rihanna is the halftime show. Okay. So let's do some uh, halftime or some uh, prop bets. One bet is the first song that Rihanna sings. Now, I don't follow. I know, John, I know you're an avid Rihanna follower. But these are the songs you can bet on. Don't Stop the Music, Diamonds, What's My Name, Stay, Umbrella, Lift Me Up, We Found Love, Where Have You Been, Higher, Needed Me, Work, Rude Boy, Hate That I Love You, and Unfaithful. Banger, man. What do you think she's going to start with? My heart says she needs to start with Umbrella, because that's one of my personal favorites with her. Um but it will probably be one of her newer hits, but I really don't know a lot because she hasn't recorded a lot lately. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with Umbrella. Let's put money on it. I think she's going to start with Don't Stop the Music. If I have to pick, let's go with Love on the Brain. That wasn't even on the... You didn't even list that one? That wasn't even one of the options. Dude, she's going to start with love on the brain. I'm calling it now, and everyone loses the prop bet. Wow, 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 wow. All right. How many songs will be in the set? There's an over-under. Under Under 9.5 or over 9.5? Ooh. I'm going to have to say under 9.5. Under, under. My gut was saying 7. I don't think you can go over nine and a half and have it flow good unless you're doing a huge compilation. I, the only reason they put nine and a half on there is because most people must go between nine and ten. I'm going to go under. So you're going to go under? I, just because she's a female diva, I'm going to say over. Mm. I could, I mean, she's got some hit, like four or five seconds. I could see the, like, the just tiny compilations yep. adding up a bunch of songs. Yeah, let's go over. She, she, she's, she's a diva. You said it. Okay. What color will Rihanna's outfit be? White. Black is the is the odds on favorite. Black, gold, silver, gray, white, green, purple, pink, red, yellow, brown, blue, or orange. 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 You can win a bunch of money if you bet on orange. <laughs> I bet. I bet you it's can. A plus eighteen hundred. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm seeing yellow in my head, so I'm gonna go with yellow. Really, yellow, huh? John, yeah. you're just you're stuck on umbrella. You got to get off that. <laughs> it's I'm white. Seeing yellow. It's white. That's her outfit. Black is the is the front runner. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. She, I'm gonna say she wears red. It's a power outfit. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Color of Rihanna's hair: black, blonde, or bright red? Bright red. You got to go with the outfits. Like brunette now, so. is brunette not an option? No, nope. black. black, blonde, or bright red. It's I'm red. Gonna go, I'm gonna go with blonde. Blonde and yellow outfit. I think that clashes yep. a little bit. Okay. I'm I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with the blonde as well on that one. 
Black is the big time favorite on this one at minus six hundred. All right, Chris Stapleton. Oh, How on, long? Hold on. hold on, first one for Chris. Da- Will he have a nip slip? Chris Stapleton <laughs> during the national anthem. <laughs> during the national anthem, will there be a nip slip? That would be the, the craziest national anthem in history. <laughs> the wind just crazy. like the wind blows his beard, and he just has like two perfect <laughs> circles cut out. His areolas are just poking out below his beard. Oh Turns out God. that's just how he wears his outfits all the time. Why do all you right. do that? I chafe really I bad. Chafe. I, I, can't, really I can't. I can't. When I perform live, how long will it take, Chris? Nat- Chris Stapleton just sing the national anthem. Four minutes. Over, over under. no, it's only an over under. Uh, the odds on favorite is over two minutes and two seconds, or you can pick under two minutes and two seconds. It's gonna be over. Have you heard that guy sing a chorus? Over. He makes a thirty second chorus <laughs> yeah. go a minute thirty. I agree. It's gonna over. be over. That's yeah. why it's the odds on favorite minus one thirty five on that one to a plus one hundred five. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yes or no, forgotten or admitted word from the national anthem. Yes or no, the odds on uh, <laughs> no is at a minus 775. Yes is at a plus 450. I'm going to say no. I don't think he will. I'm going to say yes because he's going to try to do his own twist and he's going <laughs> like, to justify himself. He's going to justify leaving a word or lyric out because he thinks it makes the song flow better or something yep, like that. Yep, that's exactly what I think is going to I think yep. artists do that all the time where they try yep. to change it. They try to make a – yeah, they try to do it and say, oh, it was in there. I just slurred it or something. But, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be gone. Oh, say can. <laughs> what are they going to show first? Kansas City Chiefs players or staff? Or Philadelphia Ooh. Eagles players or staff. They have Kansas City as the odds-on favorite on this one. It's KC. That's the biggest fan base, KC. Philadelphia. Brotherly love, man. I'm going to say KC, too, just because of Mahomes. I think that's the first guy they're going to show. And that's the next guest. Who are they going to show first, Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Jay? Yeah. Okay, who are they going to show first, Travis Kelsey or A.J. Brown? Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Okay. Andy Reid or Nick Sirianni? Nick Sirianni. Andy, Andy Reid. It's going to be all Chiefs. So they're, Nick they're going to go Chiefs to Eagles, looking. Chiefs to Eagles, Chiefs to Eagles. It's going to go that way. Okay. Who will the Super Bowl 57 MVP mention first in his speech? Teammates, God, city, fa- family or family members? Coach, owner, does not mention any of the above. If it's Travis Kelsey, it won't be God. (laughs) 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 If it's Mahomes, it'll be God. If we're on the Eagles side, I think everybody on one of them will say God. So I'm going to go on to on favorite God will be mentioned first. Teammate. Yeah, teammate I just got to think. I just want to thank God for this for this opportunity. <laughs> I just got to thank God first. And then after that, obviously, uh, Miss Piggy. Farm, State Farm Insurance. After State that, fa- I sure. love State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Heads and shoulders, knees and toes. Uh, that comes up next. Don't forget to watch the Chiefs this summer. I'm part of the owner of the team. <laughs> 
I just want to thank Jim Henson. I never watch the Royals. I never understand why they don't let me talk a lot during my commercials. They really write the scripts around me speaking for some reason. I have a voice. I want to be heard. Uh, I think if Jalen Hurts win it, he's saying God for sure. I don't think Patrick Mahomes will say that if he wins. I think he's going to talk about... That's the first about, thing he said after the AFC yeah, Championship. The first thing, first thing he said. <laughs> I think he's going to talk about the city first. Now, if Andy Reid wins it, which he won't, but if he does... Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. <laughs> or he's going to go, let's go get a cheesesteak. <laughs> okay. Next, next prop bet. Will a player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? Is that common? It's happened before. I don't huh. think so, no. No. Minus nah. 600 for no, plus 375 for yes. Nah. No? Unless okay. it's Travis Kelsey. I didn't even, is he dating anybody? <laughs> no. He is. He is. But that guy would propose, man. What color liquid will be poured on the winning coach? Ooh. Blue, orange, lime green slash yellow, red, Purple, clear, water. Lime green, yellow. That's the favorite. I'm going to go clear water. I think that's a safe bet. Red. You're saying red? Red. Red. Okay. Okay. How many times will chains be used for measurements? Under one and a half or over one and a half? Over. 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 Really? Oh, they're going to have to try to make this for sure. It's going to be 75-plus times. Easily. (laughs) Will the power go out during the Super Bowl, yes or no? (laughs) No. (laughs) It depends on the score at the half and if we have to adjust the script. (laughs) If you're going to bet on one, this is a good one, because if you bet yes, it's at a plus 1,600. Knows at a wow. minus fifteen hundred, so you can make some good money saying yes. It's happened. It has happened. It's happened. Throw right. ten bucks on it, see what happens. How many hot dogs will be sold? Seventeen thousand or under or over seventeen thousand? Just to Andy Reid himself or to everybody? <laughs> everybody. <laughs> oh. uh, 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 just Andy Reid himself. It would be over. Uh, so I'm gonna go under. I don't know. Like, if they're serving Philly cheesesteaks, like, I don't know if people are going to be buying the hot dogs. You're in Philly. How popular is a hot dog in Philly? Going I'm, saying, I'm saying they're over Arizona. Arizona. They're, Arizona. they're not in Philly. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Get, everybody gets a hot dog at the game. I'm going over on that. That's one. only the last two years the home team's been at the home stadium. Yeah. Now, we're, now we're on a neutral side. We're on, a, we're on a new script. My Cardinals bad. couldn't get there. That's right. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to get to some commercial props. John, it was you saying the Philly cheesesteak. Mm. That's when I was like, oh. Cheesesteak. So then bad. you your mind said it was in Philadelphia? Yeah, my mind went right. What an advantage for Philadelphia at home Super Bowl game. Oh, man, that would I, be I wonder bad. when the last time. I wonder if they've ever played a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. They couldn't. No. This, it would, the town would burn down. Okay. What, I was thinking weather, but whatever. <laughs> what commercial will air? This isn't the first commercial. But which which between the which between these two brands will air first? State Farm. Avocados for Mexico versus Hellman's. 
Mm. Avocados. I agree. Avocados. Avocados. Doritos or M&M's? Doritos. Yeah. I'm going to go M&M's. I think they saved Doritos for a little later. Doritos is half like five commercials. You can't. They got to spread them out. Uh, Experian or Rakuten? Experian. I've never heard of Rakuten. I was going to look up Rakuten because there's something else with Rakuten. I think it's Roco. Roco. Roco channel. Somebody, somebody look it up just in case because we're going to get into that in a little bit here too, if you can. I don't but even know what I'm typing. I don't, what word R, are you saying? It's R A K U T E N. Okay. E T N? Yes. E N. Sorry. R A K U T E N. Got it. All right. Heineken or Budweiser? Budweiser. Budweiser. Real men of genius. Halftime set length. Oh, where I did that one. Okay. Will the longest field goal record of 54 yards be broken? Yes or no? Yes. Butker can do it. Yes. Okay. 72 yards. Will a single team break... Rec- will, will a single single team record 55 points be broken? So somebody score 55 points, more than 55. Yeah. Chiefs defense is pretty suspect. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, man, that's a huge difference between those two. How about 505 yards passing broken? I think Mahomes For one might. team? Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes? I could see it. Yeah. It's a shootout. That. All right. That's it for prop bets. I got a couple things on commercials. I want to go over through real quick. An ad this year cost between six and seven million dollars for thirty seconds. Oh my gosh! Now, Jay, did you look up Rakuten? What is it? It's like a app, like a savings app. Okay. Alicia Silverstone is reprising her role as share from Clueless in this ad this year. Yeah, and that's what I'm I'm reading about right now. Okay. Miller Lite versus Coors Light uh, is going to be DraftKings, and you can bet on the ad and win money. Sam Adams will have a cameo from Kevin Garnett. Squarespace will have Adam Driver in a Star Wars-themed ad. Bush Beer, oh, this is going to be my favorite one. I already know it. Is going to have Sarah McLaughlin sing the dog song (laughs) (laughs) as a spoof. I'm already excited for that one. (laughs) Budweiser is going to have the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon starring Kevin Uh Bacon. Heineken is going to have Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. And I think it's non-alcoholic Heineken. FanDuel is going to have a live kick, field goal kick, from Rob Gronkowski that fans can bet on if he makes it. Wow. 
Don, Don or Downey, fabric softener, is keeping a secret of who their celebrity spokesperson is. They're still trying to find someone. Yeah. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't found Come him on, yet. We're Downey. It's soft. Come on, uh, get Kevin Doritos James. is going to have Jack Harlow on their commercial. And something I found interesting: Pepsi, for the first time in a very, very, very long time, is not sponsoring the halftime show anymore. Wow. It is now sponsored by Apple. Holy moly! Interesting. So there you have it. What's your guys' favorite uh, Super Bowl food? What's your go-to? Pizza, burgers, wings, cheese chip dip, dip chip and dip, dip. Chips and dips and all in between. I'm a chicken wing guy. If I can get chicken wings on a Super Bowl, I'm a happy man. You have to have chicken wings. We're going to have um, little Smokies, oh, egg yeah. rolls. What do you do um, with little Smokies in? Grape jelly and barbecue sauce? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we'll have the white queso dip, the ro- the Rotel queso dip. Some um, Rolades. Uh, pinwheels. We'll lots of Rolades. <laughs> yeah, lots of Rolades. <laughs> Calling in sick on Monday. Dums. Dude, I'm so pumped for Super Bowl. And not only because of the food, but also because the Chiefs are playing. <laughs> so it yeah. just makes it the best ever. Now, are you watching alone, Jay, or are you going to Company's house? Um, we will be going over to someone's house. Oh, going to Company's. Okay. John, you watch, I mean, I'm a loser. I watch it by myself, John. How about you? I'm not going to watch it by myself. I'm going to have my wife there with me. I'm going to have my six-year-old and my oh, five-year-old yeah. or five-year-old and my four-year-old. You know, it's going to be a family thing. Yeah, my kids will probably watch My wife and kids will probably Not because watch I didn't get invited anywhere. It's, it's just it's a tradition <laughs> that I do. <laughs> Turn everybody down. All right. Let's get into... AFC preview for next year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I totally forgot we were doing that. <laughs> yep. We'll start with the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. Here's what I wrote for their needs. Offensive line. I actually have a lot of needs on here. Offensive line, wide receiver, running back, safety, linebacker. They're losing Devin Singletary. He's a free agent. Their Pro Bowl safety, Jordan Poyer, is a free agent, and their Pro Bowl linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, is also a free agent. And they there's already all the Buffalo Bills buzz in the media as they want to bring in a big-time second wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins' name has been floated as a trade target. John, you you've think? already said your super controversial take. On Josh for, Allen and the Bills. For the Buffalo Bills. First yep. off, let's get rid of Josh Allen. We gotta <laughs> we gotta reboot the whole thing, man. We haven't won the Super Bowl. We've been trying trying for five plus years now. We've been the he's, Super Bowl favorite. It hasn't happened. Get rid of them. Get some draft capital. Save up some cap room. Find those key players. And let's rebuild. It's rebuilding yep. time, Buffalo. It's a bold take, Cotton. Bold take. Uh, I think they will probably sign one of those two defensive guys. I don't think they're going to get Jordan Poyer back. And I think they're going to bring in a wide receiver. In fact, I'm going to make the call right now because I just saw the news today that the Saint, or the Los 
Angeles Chargers cut candidate is Keenan Allen, and that's who I think the Bills oh, will bring in. Oh, my goodness. I think they will Mr. bring Mr. Glass as, himself. Yep, bring him in mm. as a veteran second mm. wide receiver to Mr. Stephon Diggs. Mr. Glass himself. <laughs> All right. I think the Buffalo Bills will be the better te- best team in the division again next year. The New York Jets. Ouch. New York Jets. They are looking for a quarterback again. A tackle, a center, and a backup running back, probably. And I think they are going to land. They're going to try for Aaron Rodgers, even though he said he'd rather play with the Raiders because Devontae Adams is there. Or they're going to get Derek Carr. I think those are one of the two guys they're going to get. So I think they're going to be a lot better, and I think they'll be second in the division and be a playoff team next year. Best I can do for you is give you Jimmy Garoppolo. That's <laughs> the best we got, man. That's, That's the, the best, best we could we do got. for you, man. This GM is going to go very hard after Aaron Rodgers. I guarantee it. Aaron Rodgers is not going to follow in Brett Favre's footsteps. He is not going to want to do that, man. He will fight tooth and nail not to go to New well, York. To be honest with you, they're probably going to try to get Lamar Jackson, but if he ends up re-signing with... The Ravens, then they're going to go hard after Rodgers. But I think their first target is Lamar Jackson. I mean, I don't understand um, why Sack Wilson for Lamar Jackson is not a fair trade. Very fair. <laughs> very I think fair. So too. Uh, very, very even. Fair. Yes. I don't understand why that would not be considered that way. I mean, Zach Wilson was, the, in fact, it's more in the Ravens' favor. Zach Wilson was a higher draft pick. There's more draft picks. Exactly. Did you not see cheap. Zach Wilson's pro day? That was amazing. He amazing. made a crazy over the shoulder throws. Over the shoulder throws. Over the throws. Insane. Unbelievable. And he's cheap, and he's, I mean, you can't go wrong there. I read a take that uh, because Tom Brady retired, that is what's going to keep Aaron Rodgers in the league another year. Yep. Because there were people speculating that he would retire, but he does not want to be in the same draft nope. class as be Tom Brady. Yeah. He'd be second fiddle, so he is not going to retire. He's going to keep t- t- toughing it out. But the majority favor is that he's going to still play with the Packers next year. No. I'm pretty sure they. That's the already, favorite bet right now. I no. don't think I don't see how it happened. They already came out and said they're willing to trade no. him to an AFC team. Like when you say that, it's, it's done. done. It's done. He's gonna go to New York, Tennessee, or Las Vegas. He's going to one of those three. Yep. I the agree. other one who has not decided if he wants to retire or not. I don't know if Tom Brady has anything to do with it. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan has not decided. <laughs> If he's going to retire or not. Matt Ryan is the next Vinny Tessaverde. He's going to be in the league for another eight, nine years. This is a backup floating around, coming in during Wait, you guys will pay me to be a back? Yeah, I'm going to keep playing. (laughs) That's no problem for me. He's he's more like Joe Flacco. He's more like Joe Flacco. (laughs) As in he'll play for the Jets next year? Yeah, that makes sense. Joe Flacco. uh, Best we can do for you is Matt Ryan. Joe Flacco is a free agent, so uh, Miami, Miami. I have they need uh, some secondary help, interior offensive line or a lot of offensive line help. They're a tight end is a free agent. He's probably not going back there, and they are going to need a reliable backup quarterback on that team. Teddy Bridgewater Two, will be gone. They just need a new brain for Tua. That's all. 
Just yeah. get to a, a new brain. <laughs> Let's start from scratch. He'll be fine. What they are going to do is they're going to change the rules on the offense to this next season to allow the uh, quarterbacks to wear that giant guardian helmet that they wore during training camps to go over their helmets. <laughs> the old Eli Manning helmet? Those that big old one. Yeah. guardian ones. That's what they're going to be wearing to help with the concussions. Um, oh, the ones Tua, that look like bubble wrap on yep, there? Yep, yep. Yeah. Tua might just be in a big knocker ball outfit, though, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so when he does fall backwards, he just rolls on top of it. <laughs> just keeps rolling. Doesn't, just, just, just doesn't just his hit arm, his head. Just his <laughs> arm and shoulder are loose. Throw the ball. But um, yeah. as he rolls on the ground, though, he's like, my body didn't touch the ground. I'm still going. I'm still going. <laughs> now, Miami brought in uh, Vink Fangio, who is a fantastic defensive coach. Former D coordinator for the Bears, was the head coach of the Broncos. Anywhere he's ever gone, he's been one of the best defensive teams out there. This team doesn't have a lot on defense, though, so I don't know unless they – I don't know how much money they have either. He'll make them better, but I think with Tua – I mean, Tua's a concussion away from missing a whole season. So I don't see this – in fact, I see this team second to last not making the playoffs next year. Yep. And then you got the New England Patriots. They're going to need a wide receiver real bad. Their best one is a free agent, uh, Jacoby Myers. They need some offensive line help, and they're going to need some secondary help. Uh, they have several free agents in their secondary, and McCordy, I'm assuming, will either come back for a one-year deal or retire. Uh, they also need to sign Tom Brady to a one-day contract so he can retire a Patriot. Do you think he's going to do that? Robert Kraft is begging him for it. I feel like he would have done begging, it before he retired. Begging you. John, no. you're a Patriots guy. What do you think about this team next year? Uh, Bill Belichick is going to put together a team that should not win seven or more games, and they will win seven or more games. Uh, probably not make the playoffs, but probably not lose a bunch either. It'll be interesting. I, we haven't addressed this, so Tom Brady, he hadn't retired yet when we last recorded our sports episode. Is that right? Uh, yes. I don't know. Oh, no, he hasn't. No, so, you're right. John. We talked about him. You, John, you are the biggest Tom Brady fan I've ever known. The teams you have loved is because of Tom Brady. He's what brought you into the game. Our childhood was still alive. Because Tom Brady was still playing football. He's retired. Our childhood died. You know, my dad My dad left me at an early age, and Tom Brady filled that hole in my heart for me. I mean... And now he's gone, too. I need to know. I, you I Kobe Bryant fan by any chance? Oh. <laughs> Kobe... <laughs> The biggest Kobe fan. John, how are you holding up? Like, I, it is weird knowing our last, like, our last superstar player from our childhood. He's done. He retired. You know, growing up, I was born into a Chiefs family with Chiefs fans. And I'll, I'll just tell this story. Um, 
Growing up, I was born into a family as Chiefs fans. We were always diehard Chiefs fans. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. We were in Missouri, uh, so we were always rooting for the Chiefs, and the Chiefs could never produce it for us. That's right. <laughs> and and then the St. Louis Rams come into town, and the Rams just catch fire, and everybody loves the Rams now. So everybody who was rooting for the Chiefs, they're now on Kurt Warner's bandwagon. They're loving the Rams, and the Rams make it all the way to the Super Bowl again. And everybody is loving the Rams, and I freaking hated them. I hated them because I loved the Chiefs, and the Super Bowl's happening. I'm probably, I don't even know how old I am, six, seven, eight maybe. And the Super Bowl's happening, and everybody's going for the Rams, and they're going against this new England Patriots team who has no reason to be on the field against them. And I bet my grandpa $1 that the New England (laughs) Patriots will beat the Rams. And he goes, that's the dumbest bet I've ever heard. I'll take that. (laughs) And they go out there, and they play one of the best games, and they kick that game-winning field goal. And I go up to my grandpa with the biggest grin on my face, and I say, give me that dollar, old man. (laughs) And from that moment on, I was a Tom Brady fan, and I loved Tom Brady. And I rode that bandwagon in New England for 20-plus years, however long it was. And it was a great ride. And, you know, Tom has one of the best legacies of any quarterback, of any player in NFL history. The best legacy. And what he did was remarkable. I think I sent you guys that video where it shows the stats and where he finished every year playoff-wise. And he played in 14 conference championship games in his career. 14 times he went to the conference championship game, and then he made it to the Super Bowl 10 of those 14 times. Never, Never will be done again in this day and age of the NFL. It's it's phenomenal, and congrats to you, Tom. Enjoy your retirement. I think he had one more left in you, but when you got a $400 million contract to go talk about sports, <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it's funny because now that Tom Brady has retired, Aaron Rodgers now has the most wins for, for playoffs. He's at 12. Um Tom Brady was at like thirty four. <laughs> like it was just a, a stupid amount. Thirty six, and then the next one is like Joe uh, Montana at like sixteen or eighteen or something. Yeah, like but that. I, but I'm t- but active players. Yeah, like, active players. He, yeah, he he had thirty six. It's like all right. So who's yeah. next? Aaron Rodgers with twelve. Okay, <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> so phenomenal. You know when Joe Montana retired, that was insane. How many playoff yeah. wins he had? Everybody thought. Yeah, Brady yeah. just annihilated. Brady that Brady record. broke every record. I mean, every record set in front of him, he just completely shattered. And it's you know, it's like watching Michael Jordan. You know how he just shattered all those records and stats in his playing times. Yeah, so I, I know uh, that Bill Belichick holds a special place in your heart. Still, I know that you like yep. them. I know you still see the Patriots and you still have fun, but it's not the same. It's not it's the not same. the same as when Tom was there. I'm just wondering. Have you found your favorite team yet, or is this all still too fresh? You know, since the Chiefs have came into this dominance that they have came into, it's been it's been great to watch Tom Brady descend in his playoff greatness the last couple of years, and the Chiefs just be right there for me to pick me back up. Because 
it would drive me crazy to be a new New York New York Jets fan and never be able to root for my team in the playoffs. It would drive me insane. You have to have a playoff team to root for. And that's why that's why it was always Tom Brady and whatever team he was on. And now it's KC, you know, Kansas City and riding okay. that, you know. Good, good. I'm disappointed, John. I was really hoping I could talk you over to the Jets side here. We got some room on the bus. <laughs> you you could uh put put whatever you want over there. <laughs> Not me though. <laughs> uh, I was also a young kid when Tom Brady was a quarterback. So he's really, a, he's really? definitely <laughs> he's definitely the last uh, quarterback from when I was a kid that retired for sure. Uh, the the New England Patriots also had a huge signing. They brought Bill O'Brien in as an offensive coordinator. He's an excellent offensive coordinator. He was at the Patriots good. before. That is going to be, that's going to be a very good move for them. And I'm not a hundred percent sure, but he was Mac Jones' offensive coordinator in Alabama, right, for at least a year or two, or maybe a year. He yeah, went to right. Alabama after he left Houston, so two. So I think he yeah was his last with year Mac he Jones. was there. Yeah, his I think last he was with year. Mac Jones his last year. So. No, 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 no. I just listened to that on the radio actually the other day. He went there as soon as that se- Mac Jones's last season, so oh, he was okay. only with Mac Jones at his end of his, not even during the playing time, but end of it transitioning to NFL and draft like and stuff like that. Yep. Okay. Yep. That was enough. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Uh, next team, the Ravens. Ravens have a huge decision. Can they get Lamar Jackson to come back after they snubbed him the past two years, not giving him a contract extension? Now, they can franchise tag him, but as you see in the past, some players, they don't really want to play that franchise tag. They'll sit out. Yep. So they have a quarterback they have to sign. They're going to have secondary. Marcus Peters is a free agent. Do you guys remember at one time when he was the best corner in the league and now you hardly yep. even hear about him? Yep. Their defensive line isn't very good, and they really need wide receiver help. Um, if this team can get Lamar Jackson, they'll probably be a fringe playoff team. If he leaves... They might be one of the worst teams in the AFC next year, even though they got a great coach. They fired uh, Greg Roman, right? Their offensive coordinator. So yes. they also have to find an offensive coordinator. And I've heard they've yep. been talking to Eric Benamy about jumping ship to go play for the Ravens. Or not play, but be no. the <laughs> offensive coordinator. Get on the field, <laughs> Get on the field. <laughs> Relive the glory days, Eric. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting. I personally think. Uh, enemy should jump ship and try to be a coordinator somewhere else because i feel like he can't get past any reach shadow for whatever reason um, it's a big shadow i feel like he's, he's a big he man needs to jump ship <laughs> and try to prove that he can run run a different type of offense and not andy reads offense if that makes any sense it makes um, a lot of sense yeah uh I feel like I don't think Lamar will be with the Ravens. I feel like if they franchise tag him, it's gonna be the same thing where once he gets hurt or almost hurt, he's just not gonna play. Like he's not gonna risk it without that big contract. Um I feel like he's gonna move on unless they do reach terms, but I think the latest report I saw today was there was a hundred million dollars difference between guaranteed money between what the contract they're offering and what Lamar's wanting. So I could see the Jets. I could even see the Dolphins with what's going on with Tua trying something to get well, Lamar free up some money if they want to get him there. They don't have enough to sign Lamar. All right, Cincinnati Bengals. 
They're going to need a running back. Their backup is out, and they'll need some secondary help and offensive tackle help in Cincinnati. I think they're going to be just fine. People are going to want to go play there, and they'll probably be one of the best teams in the AFC again next year. Yep. Yeah, you got Dirty Joe Burrow. You don't need anything else. Put him out there with Jamar Chase. You don't even need an offensive line. There is talks of them trading T. Higgins, though, because he will want a contract extension this year. I'm so not going to tell you it's him, dumb. That's smart. Yeah, there's talks of him getting traded. Uh, a lot of teams want him. Uh, the Bears are probably the best team to get him, to give Justin Fields a receiver. But Oh, dear God, send him to the Chiefs. Oh, send him to the Jazz. Okay, <laughs> the <laughs> Cleveland Browns, they need a wide receiver. Oof. They need Oof. a quarterback that can play. And defensive line interior in Cleveland. Um I think Deshaun. I, I don't know. I don't know if Deshaun Watson's ever going to be good again. So I'm. I don't. I feel you like they're going to say be, that. They put. Don't a you lot dare put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, the Browns are going to be a. They're going to be an eight and eight, seven and nine team again. The Browns need. Now. The Browns need one thing. The one thing they need is just consistency. They now hopefully will have Deshaun for a full season. Uh, Kevin Stefanski will now be there for his third year. They just have never had consistency in the last 30 years. They've always been rotating coaches, rotating players. They just need consistency. They need a year or two to get that chemistry fully going. I mean, Deshaun couldn't even participate in training camp or practices or anything like that. I mean, hopefully with an off-season, a full off-season, a full training camp, full practices, we can see some Deshaun that we've seen in the past with the Texans because he still is a young guy. He's not very old at all. No, he, just has to, yeah. he just has to get back into it, and uh, yep. hopefully that can happen this off-season. But they just need consistency, man. If they can get consistent, they can get a better record. Spoken you like know, a true Deshaun Watson fantasy football owner right there. <laughs> <laughs> Number one in your heart. <laughs> I know we're going pretty long here, but um, I just have to wonder. I wonder every year, is this the year Nick Chubb falls off? And it never comes. He's still, like, so good. No, he's still he's still young. He'll be good again. I mean, he's five years experience already. Five years. He's coming up on year six. Yeah, but he's not Todd Gurley. He'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's been... He's so consistent. I love Nick In fact, Nick they're Chubb. probably going to get rid of Kareem Hunt this year, so he'll even yeah. have more carries. All right, Houston Texans, they need a lot. They need uh, basically a whole new team, but a quarterback for sure, which they'll draft. Um, they're going to have a Damian Pierce. They have Damian Pierce. They do have that position filled. That's about it. And That's one corner. Uh, they have the high pick. They'll get a quarterback. They will be a bad team still next year. Yeah, I mean, they got they got D'Amico Ryans, their new head coach. Yes, I do uh, like I him hope, a lot. Yep. They they're another team that needs that one word consistency. So I hope they stick with him and yep, let him develop too. a team. They've had two new head coaches the last two years. They got a they got what the number two draft pick. Yep. Um, so I they have they have they're making the right steps to build a good foundation. They just have to capitalize on it um, and move with it. I agree. They they're gonna have they're gonna take a, another st- or be the same again next year, but I think in two years they're gonna they, as long as they keep D'Amico Ryan's they'll be decent. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts they also need a quarterback. They need wide receiver help. They need tight end help. They need head offensive coach. line help. They need secondary they help. They need a they haven't coach. Hired a coach yet, have they? 
Nope. No, they have not. No, their, they o- their owner's going savvy. cuckoo. Yeah, he's uh, going Jerry Jones cuckoo, man. Like <laughs> this, this team has some of the best players at a like they have one of the best guards, the best running back, yep. a good receiver. They have one of the best linebackers, good defensive line, but everywhere else is just so bad. I I, I don't know. This this team, depending on the rookie quarterback they get, could be good or yep. they could be bad. Yeah, it's all going to fall on that what they get out of that rookie quarterback and the coach that they get to coach the yep. rookie quarterback if it's an Urban Meyer <laughs> type oh, of situation. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. If yep. it's a Doug Peterson type of situation where you can develop actually the quarterback, that's going to be a solid solid pick there. Um, so I guess it depends which route the owner wants to go. They've tried the veteran quarterback route for the last ever since Andrew Luck retired and it hasn't gotten them there. Uh, so I don't see them continually going that route. Yeah. My guess is they're waiting for one of these Super Bowl teams to be done. Otherwise, I feel like they would have hired a coach already. True. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, they need offensive tackle. Evan Ingram is a free agent and they need secondary help. Um, I think this is up and coming team. Uh, I think they're going to be great next year. Probably one of the top four or five teams in the AFC. One thing's for sure, Shad Khan or whatever that guy's name is, he's going to pay money to get the best players he can there in Jacksonville. Um, so, And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be attracting some talent to come to Jacksonville. Uh, so it might not be like a premier destination, but for a veteran that wants to play with like a great group of young people, it could be a solid spot to come play. Mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans, they're gonna have a lot of work. They got a great coach. They're gonna need their best linebackers free agent. Uh, it sounds like they want to get rid of Tannehill. They definitely need wide receiver help. They have no tight ends. Their offensive line didn't play the best this year. Um, just because they have a good coach, I think they'll hover around that five hundred and have meaningful games late in the year. But I don't know if they'll be a playoff team again next year, unless they get a different quarter, a better quarterback in there or. Tannehill comes back and they're just good enough to squeak in the playoffs maybe yeah they definitely need to go out there and either decide if they're going to be committed to Tannehill or if they need to go get another veteran quarterback Uh, Malik Willis isn't the answer they really have to uh they have to find out that quarterback situation I think they do need some more receiver help um on the receiving side and they still have Derrick Henry so yeah I mean build your offense around that and see where it gets you the Denver Broncos. They brought in big time coach Sean Payton, who just before we came on tonight, <laughs> I was watching an interview with him, and somebody asked him, "What do you think about Russell Wilson having his own personal staff here?" He goes, "I don't, I don't know anything about that. What do you think about people with personal staff? That crap ain't gonna fly with me here. They, nobody's having a personal <laughs> staff. They'll have the staff we have." <laughs> so. Either either it's going to be the structure they need or it's going to be more drama and even have worse tension. But I don't think Sean Payton, doesn't matter how much you make, is going to put up with that crap. He will put the players on the field that are going to respect him and how he wants to coach. They're going to need a running back. They'll have their young running back back, but they don't have any backups. And Sean Payton, when he was with the Saints, always – had a top five rushing team every yep. year he was with the Saints. They're going to need a little bit of offensive line help and defensive line help, interior defensive line. Uh, I think the Broncos will be much improved. Um, but it is a tough division still. 
And depending what the Raiders do with the quarterback, I could see them finishing uh, last still in that division, or they could finish first or second, just depending really how Sean Payton teams respond to him. Hey, they've got the head coach locked in. They've got the quarterback locked in. Let's go. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. One interesting thing about Sean Payton, somebody put a side-by-side of two coaches together. I saw that. Wins, playoff wins, uh, offensive points they've scored. um, One Super Bowl. One Super Bowl each. And the, the other coach was just a little bit better than him in everything, just about. That other coach? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. (laughs) Yeah. Sean Sean Payton, revered first ballot Hall of Fame coach, Mike McCarthy. What a bum should be fired. It's interesting. What a bum should be fired. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. They need offensive tackle help. Orlando Brown is a free agent next year. They need wide receivers. No, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And I have on here, uh, they just need playmakers on D, like a really strong edge rusher or something. They just need playmakers. Yep. Like yep. I feel like they have solid D players. They don't have. They have one playmaker. They need playmakers. So we'll see what they do there. I think they're they're going to want to go out. They traded for Kadarius Tony last year, but they need to get some. You know, Keenan Allen going there, too. I know he's Mr. Glass, yeah. but a reliable veteran wide receiver would be very good. That would nice be a good fit. Team. That would be yeah. a very good fit. But they really need it. If Orla- they got to re-sign Orlando Brown and get another offensive tackle, you can't expose Oh, without Holmes a doubt, yeah. Blanks. They got a – Andy Reid and that scouting team does a very good job of finding talent in the drafts, and they're just going to keep drafting because they have so much – cap room capital put into Mahomes and Chris Jones and the other offensive players. They're not going to be able to land big free agent names. They're going to have to keep building through the draft. Right. The Las Vegas Raiders, they need a quarterback real bad. They need offensive one. (laughs) They have one that they're getting rid of. They need a offensive line and a secondary. Um, Here's my thing with them. I don't know how much people want to play for Josh McDaniels. To be honest with you. It's true. So I don't I know Aaron Rodgers wants to play with Devontae Adams. I don't know if he wants to play for that coach in that division. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is all about him and he wants to be on top and make the playoffs and have good <laughs> stats. I don't think he the wants Jets. to go to the strongest one of the strongest <laughs> divisions in football. But we'll see what happens. I don't know who they're if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what they're gonna do at quarterback there. Yeah, they're gonna just have to Get uh, Jimmy G or something. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Trey Lance probably will be available, too, for trade if you want to give up a lot for him. And the San, or the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, to finish it off, I have on here, I don't have much, I just have they need health. I have health yeah. is what their big need is. <laughs> this is the patron saint of health that they need to be praying to. Yes. Um they signed uh, who? Kellen Moore is their new offensive coordinator. Oh, I that'll cannot be, believe he was even out there. What a great young offensive coordinator. Interesting to see what he can develop there with Herbie fully loaded. Um, defense is solid. Um, <laughs> they just need to figure out how to win, win the games that matter. That's yes. They need health and figure out how to win the games that matter. Yes, I agree. All right. That was very long. That was the longest sports episode we ever did. Woo! Right with there. no recapping any games. 
Next week, we're going to recap the Super Bowl, uh, and we'll figure something else out to do so it goes more than 20 minutes. Till next week, can't wait for the Super Bowl. I can't wait for the Super Bowl. I can't wait to talk about it right after the Super Bowl and be stuffed in a food coma. Peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time. <laughs>